Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, joined today by the handsome Dewey Vaughn. Hello, cat fans. Here I am again with my beautiful wife. (laughs) We're here to give you resources to care for your cat in ways that are more natural to their species, which makes life with your cat more rewarding and, of course, behavior-free. That's what we're all about. And today... We're going to talk about cat body language because it recently came to my attention that a lot of cat owners, and and we're talking people who have owned cats their whole lives, really have a misunderstanding of what cats are trying to communicate to them. And I thought, well, this seemed basic to me, but probably a really good topic for us to talk about. So today we're going to talk about what your cat is really trying to tell you. Yeah, you know, it's not like they can talk to us and tell us what's going on. So we need to have some way of knowing what's happening with them. So I I think it's an important topic. Let's, it is. let's dive into it. It tell is. Tell us a little more about it. Because they can't, well, they, they can't, they can't speak English. You know, they do sometimes meow, 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 meow to try to get your attention. And they are trying to tell you something usually when they when they talk like that. But their body language is the most important way that a cat communicates. And this stems back to them being in the wild. Because in the wild, remember, they're a solitary species. So one cat lives in about a six and a half city block area by itself. It doesn't have buddies. It doesn't, they don't hang out together. They don't have friends like your two sibling cats sleeping on the couch together or things like that. So they really didn't develop language, meow language, until they started living with humans. And so body language is really, really important to a cat. If a cat's in his territory and another cat is approaching, they're going to use their body language to give signals to that cat that either says, I'm in heat and you're welcome over here, handsome fella. Or, um, hey, this is my territory. These are my mice. Back the hell off. You know, and those body language are not, it's not like full Halloween cat pilo erection, you know, and sexy cat stance. They're very, very subtle. And, and they use these body language movements and gestures to this day trying to communicate with us but sadly they're very misunderstood so that's why we're talking about this today okay so that's a good point so what parts of the body does a cat communicate with does it use its paw and say hey yo come on over here man or hey uh hi bro let me put my paw up Mm -hmm, (laughs) hi bro see bro hey man see ya (laughs) They paw bump. Haven't you seen? Yeah, yeah. Paw bump, maybe, right? <laughs> maybe they have. Maybe they have a question mark with their tail, like you know, what's up? <laughs> mm, they actually, that is actually. But the answer to your question is all of it. They use every 
piece of their body to communicate um, from their fur to, you know, of course, their eyes, their whiskers, their tail, their whole body posture, you know, their expressions on their face. They're not as expressive as dogs, but they do have facial expressions that communicate very strongly. Um, and and this is going to be a real challenging topic to do on a radio show without visuals to show you because this is all about being able to see what we're talking about. But we'll do our best to describe what we're talking about as we go along here. Okay, so let's start with the cat itself. All right, so everybody close your eyes for a minute. Visualize your cat from front to back. And let's talk about what happens Let's say, you know, from the tail, the tail is communicating to us something and uh, all the way to the head. So if the tail is wagging, is it kind of like a dog where it's going, hey, I'm happy. I'm happy to see you. That is the most um, common misperception of cats out there and usually by first time cat owners. Because when you own a cat, you quickly learn that wagging the tail does not mean happy. That means, you know very aggravated, um, you know, angry, defensive, uh, fearful in some cases. And, you know, if you ignore that signal, you're probably going to get jumped on and bit or scratched or something of the of the same. And and keep in mind when the tail is communicating, it it doesn't often communicate by itself. There's other things going on, head tilt, ears, general posture that all go along with it that you need to be paying close attention to. But but if the tail is straight up and it's kind of still, you know, you see your cat walking with a little bit of a swagger and that tail is straight up. Or if it has a particularly long tail like Tabasco does, it might have a little bend in the end. Well, that means they're confident and happy and really glad to see you. They love where they are. They're very content. Everything is great. If the tail is straight up and it's quivering, that can mean that they're very excited, very happy to see you, maybe on the verge of overstimulation if you've got a cat I that's can easy. I <laughs> We're talking about tails, Dewey. Tails. <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to <laughs> Let's the not introduce that visual. Tails. Cat <laughs> tails. <laughs> if their tail is kind of straight and pointing back, you know, not not straight up, but you know, maybe at the at the two o'clock position. If you're looking at them from the side, not straight up, they're they're beginning to question: Is is everything okay here? They're a little bit tentative about what's going on in the room. And then if that tail's even lower, like parallel with their body, they're unsure. They're questioning their surroundings for sure. And if it's down lower than parallel to the body, pointed towards the floor, they're guarded. And something is going on in that environment that they're feeling a little insecure about and they're going to check out usually. And if the tail is down and twitching at the end, then they're asking, 
okay, is this is this okay? Like when Tabasco jumps up on the counter, his tail is down and his tail is twitching at the end. And he's asking me, last time you made me get down. Is it okay that I'm up here right now? Is this is this all right? That's what that means. If the tail is is bent. So let's say it's lifted a little bit at the base and then it makes an S curve down. That means they're really unsure or insecure about what's going on in their surroundings. If a tail is completely tucked between the legs or tucked around the side, that means they're stressed. And that stress could be coming from pain, from medical issues. That stress could be coming from young children running around, change in an environment, cats outside, cat new to an environment. Tucked tail is very stressed and, and should not be ignored. That cat needs needs some attention to what's going on. And of course, if the tail is straight up and wagging like we talked about, that's, you know, aggravation. If the tail's puffed out, that means back off, I'm scared. Kind of like with us when we get goosebumps, you know, if something is like kind of spooky and gives us goosebumps. That's kind of what happens with cats. It's an involuntary reaction. And when they get very scared or frightened of something, their tail puffs out. Sometimes it'll just be a little puff at the base of the tail. You got to watch for that. That that can be stimulation, but maybe not a good stimulated. And when that whole tail puffs up, they're really scared probably a good idea to give the cat some room and if they're sitting so you know they're not always standing so if a cat is sitting and the tail is wrapped up around them and and the tail end is moving you know how the end will just twitch a little bit that means they're interested in something or they're contemplating something they're they're thinking about getting up and going over there and scratching your couch maybe or they're thinking about going into their catio and see if there's any mice so they're they're contemplating something they're they're interested in something's going on in their brain and if they're sitting and the tail is full on wagging or swishing that means that they're annoyed at something is really annoying or irritating them so the body what is the what is that? What do you mean by the the body posturing? What does that mean? Well, the whole body, you know, could be, there's just, there's so many possibilities uh, because, of course, there's a lot of positions, you know, cats take. It's not just standing, sitting, you know, walking, laying, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a, there's a lot of different body postures they can take. Well, um, Okay, so so I'm visualizing uh, for a minute, uh, and I've got my cat in my in my mind here, and the cat is sitting there, kind of looking back over its shoulder at you, but has some some of this puffing upness, and uh, would some of that be anxiousness? Would they would there be some anxiety in the cat somehow? Well, if it, when you say, you know, sitting, sitting is a very general term. Are they sitting up or are they crouching down on all fours? If they're crouching down, you know, um, with their feet tucked tightly under them, that's that's anxiety. Um, other signs of anxiety are if they're if they're hiding. A lot of times they'll get 
under a coffee table or under an end table and they look like they're half asleep, that's anxiety. If they're laying down on their side with their tail flicking, that's anxiety. If their hair starts to raise just like a little mohawk down their back spine, that is also anxiety. If they're walking with a flat back and the tail is down, pointed to the floor, there's some level of anxiety going on there. If all of a sudden they start suddenly grooming, you know, they're sitting there and they're staring and their ears are forward and then they lick, lick, lick the side of their legs and they go back to staring, that's a behavior of anxiety. The cat's telling you, I'm not comfortable with something that's going on here. And if they lick their nose, we see this in the shelter a lot. You approach a a cat that's in a stressful situation and it will quickly lick its nose. And that is also a, a sign of anxiety. So if your cat is under the end table and your young grandchildren come over and the cats crouch down under the end table and the grandchildren approach the cat and the cat licks its nose, it's probably stressed out by that situation. It's time to put the cat in a room by itself and give it some space or get it a really tall cat tree so it can get up away from those things that are causing it anxiety. You know, one of the most popular things that everybody can identify with is the Halloween cat pose, you know, where they're all puffed up, back is arched. What are they saying at that time? We all are thinking they're scared and, uh, you know, they're hopping around all puffed up. What's your thought to that? Well, yeah, that's that's. That's the extreme. That's, you know, once they get to that level of fear, that's super terrified and potentially aggressive, you know. And and you see it a lot in kittens when they're playing and they practice that pose with one another. They'll jump around and their back is arched and their tails will be puffed and turned down. And, you know, they're, they're playing with one another and they're practicing those gestures. If you see that in an adult cat, and, and not playing with another cat and it's a you're approaching it that cat is like whatever i've seen it when cats smell something very strange on on me that is that is threatening in some way they'll you know they'll they'll back up they'll recoil they'll puff out their back goes up the head goes down that's uh halloween they call that pilo erection Halloween pilo erection, and don't go there, do we? (laughs) I wasn't. I was taking a pilo. (laughs) Don't go there. (laughs) Yeah, that's super terrified. So uh, the other one that I know that everybody kind of identifies with is when they roll over and expose their belly. Are they telling us, hey, come rub my belly? (laughs) Yeah, you go right ahead. You do that. (laughs) We call that the cat trap. Uh, it does not mean rub my belly. Now, there are people who rub their cat's bellies, and there are some cats that seem to like their bellies rubbed, but it is certainly the the minority. And if you don't know the cat, and the cat rolls over and exposes its belly, it is not saying rub my belly. Now, if it's your dog, yes, it's saying rub my belly and dive in, rub that dog's belly. But for a cat, don't, don't do it. Just appreciate it because what it really means is I trust you 
I'm very trusting of you, and so I'm going to expose my belly, which is, you know, where all my organs are, and it's my vulnerable place in my body. I'm going to expose that to you to show you I trust you. They do it to one another, too. If one cat lays down and rolls over and exposes his belly to another cat, he's saying to that cat, look, I trust you. You don't have to mess with me. I'm I'm in trust, but... If you get that, don't break the trust and rub the belly or you might not see it again. (laughs) Ouch. I didn't realize it was such a trap. I'll have to be careful with that. (laughs) Kind of like when I show you my belly. Oh, no, that is not a trap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another thing going on there. (laughs) Okay, so what about uh, when your cat is rubbing against you? You know, they'll come up and rub against you or rub against the wall or... You know, seem like that they're going, hey, yo, pet me, I'm here. Actually, what they're doing is they're marking you. That's a, uh, a probably the most common form of cat marking there is. They have facial pheromones in their cheeks and in the side of their face, and they rub against things to mark it. They put, they're placing their scent there. You'll find it's typically in high traffic areas of the house corners on door jams wall corners if you have more than one cat they will layer scent so one cat will do it the next cat will do it and you'll find you get those black greasy marks on the corners of walls just get a magic eraser it it takes it off but you know they kind of they kind of need it there. It's just going to go back because it's it's security for them. You can get a corner wall comb so that they can do it, and it's also combing themselves, and then it's not it's not putting black marks on your wall. Um, there's a link to those on the resource page of catbehaviorsolutions.org. Um, I don't sell them, but there's a link to Amazon on there so you can see what I'm talking about. But when they do that on your pant leg, they're doing the same thing. They are depositing their scent on you because you have clothes on that don't smell enough like them. And so they're trying to make them smell like them more. And just be happy it's not urine marking. It's facial marking is, is a good thing. It means they love you. And they want you there. It's like putting a wedding ring on it. <laughs> So what about breath? You know, can can you t- tell or have a determination that your cat's trying to communicate to you by breathing? Yeah, if you watch real closely your cat breathe. So they they have normal pulse rates, you know, much higher than ours, almost twice as as high of ours, well, some of us. <laughs> anyway, um and so if you watch your cat and then all of a sudden it holds its breath, for, you know, a count of like three long seconds, then it's it's listening very intently. It hears something, it smells something, and it's holding its breath so that it can hear better and pay attention to it. If it's breathing very quickly and panting, it could be that there's a, a distressed medical issue going on. You know, Tabasco has lung disease and he breathes, it's very hard labored breathing at times where he's breathing very deeply and you can see his whole body is moving. Um, Panting is not something that cats do very often. It usually means that they're highly stressed or if you like we had a foster kitten that was about four or five months old and it would run around and very quickly lay down and start panting. 
That's probably an indication of heart disease or lung disease or something going on with that cat because it's not normal for them to pant. They will pant when they get overheated in the summer. If we're, you know, taking them out of the shelter and carriers and you put them in a car, they will tend to pant when the car is very hot. But unlike dogs, you know, dogs will pant and that saliva will drip off their tongue and they're actually releasing heat through their panting. Well, cats can't really do that. So they are panting because they're hot, but not, not, because, not because they're releasing heat. Interesting. So pant like dogs, is that, what's the comparison? I mean, I, I, you gave some good examples here, but is there... Any more to that? Um, you know, because I've, I've seen cats pant, and I've seen dogs pant. Of course, they do it all the time. When but, have you seen a cat pant? Uh, actually, I've seen a cat pant in heat. And not when they were in heat, but when they were in the hot sun. Oh, uh, I was going to say, hmm, I didn't yeah. know panting was part of a cat m- mating ritual. No, <laughs> Like no, they're hot no, for no, you. No. They were in the hot sun. Get it? Hot sun, baby. Okay, when they're in heat. I see. <laughs> when, they were, when they were trying to get a good tan, they were panting. <laughs> yes, when they're when they're. When they're hot, like like I said, in a hot car, that's probably the best example. Something like that. Then they're they're overheated, and um, and they need to get cooled down. If it's not really hot and your cat is panting, then it could, could be could be stress, could be stress. It could be illness. It's something to pay close attention to. It's not a not something to ignore. So, all right, let's talk about the cat's paws or feet. You know, do they communicate with their feet? I mean, I know that, you know, they can, you teach them to do high fives, so they put their paw up, they high five, but, you know, when they're out and about on the street, do they raise their paw to their other kitty friend and go, yo, hey, what's up? (laughs) No, they don't. If they're raising their paw to their other kitty friend, it's a swat. (laughs) Oh, it's not like, hey, bro, come give me a hug. (laughs) No, it's like I'm getting ready to slap you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, i thought uh, it was a hugging motion come no, on over here oh, bring no, it no. in bring it in brother let's get some brother hugs and sometimes cats will put their paw on you as a warning gesture you know to say don't move your hand anymore i don't want you to pet me again you know like a like a stop and it, and it's a gentle one and if you keep doing what you're doing it's going to come back with claws and um, and make that warning a little more serious. They um, they do stuff like they they knead with their feet. They call it kneading because it's like kneading dough, making biscuits, making cookies. People call it all kinds of different things. But when they're kittens and they're nursing, they're they're kneading their mother's breast. Um, probably to keep the milk flowing, you know, massaging her breast while they're while they're kneading, and that becomes a something that they do into adulthood when they're feeling very calm and relaxed and content. Their little feet will start going. Tabasco, when he sits on my desk, he'll be sitting there, and if I look at him. And I talk to him in a sweet boy voice and I go, hey, Tabasco, his back feet will, the claws will come out. And, and you know, they say that, that the back claws don't retract. 
so your cat's back claws look longer than their front claws because they're not retracting into their body well what he does is his feet like he's like he's kneading with his back feet his feet will flex and it will look like he's retract you know he's extracting his claws but really his little back feet are just flexing in a kneading motion and his front feet will do that too it's very cute (laughs) so kneading let's see swatting what else do they do with their feet when they're high-fiving that's a learned behavior you know he has been taught with operant clicker training that um he is positively rewarded when he high fives so sometimes when a cat's been trained to high five and they come up out of nowhere and they start high fiving you that means i want a treat please they think they've trained you (laughs) so that's a definite signal um so yeah when they raise a paw to you pay attention that that definitely and where their paws are positioned in relationship to their body, the tighter their paws are to their body, the more insecure or maybe discomfort, physical discomfort that they're feeling, the more loose they are with their paws, then um, the more comfortable they are. So let's move to the head. So what is the head telling us and what is the head, what is it saying to us when it communicates to us? A cat's head position is a very important thing to pay attention to that some of us overlook. When a cat's head is held high, their chin is up, their tail is up, they're prancing, they're very happy to see you. When the chin and the face are tucked down towards the chest, usually that's in combination with other body language like the tail down if they're standing or if they're seated they're in a full crouched position it can be a real sign to back off give me space so look for your cat's chin to be up and head held high that means they're they're very happy if if your cat runs around with its head and chin tucked all the time something may be wrong well Interesting. So, you know, this is something that I think everybody can identify with. Cat has long whiskers. And I, you know, you, you've talked about things on the show in the past about how they use their whiskers, but can they communicate with us using their whiskers? Yeah, absolutely. The whiskers are very telling. So those whiskers actually have blood vessels and, and nerve endings running through them. They have feeling. Whatever you do, don't cut your cat's whiskers. They need them. They do feel the width of spaces with them. They're like little tentacles, a little antennae, really. It's like a, a little face full of antennae that they, that they use, and they move them around. If you watch your cat, they'll move them around. When they're relaxed, those whiskers will be curved slightly forward. Um, if they are pushed really far forward, they're excited. Like if you've watched those cat videos where their pupils will dilate real quickly and their whiskers will come forward, that's because someone's dangling a mouse toy in front of them. Whenever they see prey, those whiskers go way forward because they're out there in front getting ready to feel the prey. They use whiskers a lot when they're hunting to feel which direction the prey is going to move so that they know where to position their body and what paw to stick out there to, to stop them. So really far forward is excited. If they're straight, the whiskers are straight and held back against the face, 
that could mean that they're fearful or agitated or in pain. Something's not really right with what's going on. So if whiskers are straight back, pay attention to your cat's whiskers. They do change. They, they, they can bend them. They, they can bend their whiskers so that they're straight or they're curved. They can control the position of them forward, back, to the side. Um, they're very interesting little parts of your cat's body. Well, so as we kind of look at everything in our visual kitty that we're all visualizing, we know the first thing that captures people's minds and souls and 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 everything is the eyes. You know, they have such big eyes. They, it's almost like they are. You know, uh, they're mesmerizing, and it's like they're trying to suck us into their world <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so, talk to me about the eyes. How do they communicate with us? Other well, the- than come adopt me i'm so cute (laughs) that's the best look (laughs) Mm -hmm. so the first thing you notice about a cat's eyes are are its pupils so a cat's eyes will have pupils that will dilate to big full round black saucers almost filling the eye where you can see no color and then they'll They'll retract down to very, very thin little vertical slits looking like snake eyes. And normally that happens just like our pupils do in response to light. In very bright light, they're thin slits. And in in darkness, those pupils will open so that they can see more. Now, you know, our pupils are round and they stay round. Our pupils don't go into slits. Cat's eyes go, go into slitted pupils and we won't go into the reason here. It's probably more cat trivia than you want to know today. But, <laughs> but know that if it's normal light outside in the daytime and your cat's pupils are big, wide, round, black saucers, something is wrong. It could be, you know, like I said, if you're dangling prey in front of them, those eyes instantly get big and black because they're trying to take in as much visual information as possible. It can also mean I'm very, very, very scared and stressed. It can also mean high blood pressure. So if your cat's eyes are constantly dilated like that, Take your cat to the vet and and have a checkup and and check for heart issues and check for blood pressure. And, uh, you know, blood pressure is not something the vets routinely check in a visit. They do have pediatric blood pressure cuffs in their offices, and they will check your cat's blood pressure if you ask. So if, uh, if the pupils are dilated, point that out to your vet and say, I'd like you to check the blood pressure. Hypertension is a, is a real thing for cats, but mostly it means they're stressed and scared if it's not a, a health issue. Um, eyes can be, you know, beyond the pupils themselves, the muscles around the eyes tell us a lot too. Cats do squint, you know. I remember years ago when I was a bad cat mommy and I used to squirt Tabasco with water when he was doing something I didn't want him to do. Thank God he forgave me for all that and we're still bonded. But if he'd get up on my keyboard, I'd have a squirt bottle and I'd squirt him. Well, he finally got to where he'd get up on my keyboard and he'd squint at me. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was because he was getting ready to be squirted and he wouldn't move. He got to where he'd be like, I don't care. You can squirt me all day long. I'm just going to sit here and squint. I'm going to peek out of these eyes and look at you while you squirt me. Because um, what I really want is your attention. And so squinting can be uh, a lot of things. Squinting can can be pain. It can be, um, you know, it, it can be... I'm looking really close or something like that. Um, Half-closed eyes are, um, you know, mean I'm, I'm tired. Like I said, if that's combined with being crouched up under a table and, and eyes are half-closed, like they're feigning sleep, that could be a stress thing. And if they stare intently at something, you know, like they're staring at you and just staring and staring and staring, no blinking, just staring. Um, you know, they're trying to get your intention. If they're staring at something outside the window, they're watching something move out there. If they stare at you and they're staring, staring, and then they blink, that means I was looking to you for something and now I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's move on into we're in the eyes, but you know there are have been times where it looks like the cat is winking at us. Uh, is the cat giving us like, "Yo, hey, I like you. Here's my wink," or "Hey, watch me get this uh, other kitty. Here's my wink," or "Hey, I'm gonna pounce on Mama for a minute." There's the wink. <laughs> what is winking saying? Um, you know, that's a, that's a good question. I'm not sure what winking really means in cats. Tabasco doesn't do a lot of winking, but I have seen cats that, that wink. And I wonder if there's something in that one eye or maybe a film over that one eye that they're trying to clear. Maybe they're mimicking. If, if you're a person that winks a lot, maybe your cat's mimicking you. Um, if you respond to it, if your cat's wink and then you go, oh, look, he just winked at me and you pet him. Well, then he's going to continue to do it because he knows that that got a reaction out of you. And they're really, really good at watching your body language, by the way, and knowing when you like something that they do. So anything you reward, they're going to do more of. So if your cat winks a lot, it's probably because you went all ooey over him when he did it. Uh-huh. That's it. So I, I'm going, yeah, that you agree with this, huh? Okay. Now we got some communication going. So wink if you like it. <laughs> okay. So uh, blinks, you know, kind of winks and blinks, they kind of go together, don't they? So uh, are the blinks, um, do they, what are they communicating? Well, it is, as anybody who's watched Jackson Galaxy knows, um, the My Cat from Hell show, a slow blink from a cat means I trust you. It's a lot like them exposing their bellies to you. If a cat is uh, closing its eyes in front of a, another being, then it's saying I trust that being not to get me when my eyes are closed. So uh, a slow blink means I trust you. If they're staring and not blinking, 
It could mean I I don't trust you. More more likely, it means I'm fixated on something. I'm fixated on you. I'm waiting for you to move towards the food bowls, and then I'm going to follow and meow and tell you how you're going in the right direction. Or I'm fixated on something outside. I see a bird. I see a mouse. But staring with no blinks is fixation. Ah, okay. That's... Sounds interesting. So ears. I mean, let's jump to the ears. I know those things just are constantly moving sometimes. Are they really communicating with us or are they just trying to check their surroundings? Uh, yeah, well, both. I mean, I, I don't... Um, yes, both, I would say. So when ears are relaxed in a, in a relaxed, normal um, pose, they are uh, not straightforward, but they're slightly out to the side, you know, just slightly pointing out to the side if it's normal. If they're very forward, those, those ears are very forward, they're alert or attentive to something that they're hearing. Huh. And, and like when, they're, when the ears are flat, you know, either flat out to the side or flat to the back, that means that cat is highly, highly aroused and um, is is not happy. It's agitated. It's it's fearful, very fearful. Of course, we see that more in the shelter than we do at, at home cats. Sometimes one cat will have that reaction to another cat. Another cat will approach and the cat's ears will go flatten out to the side and it'll scrunch down. You know, that means it's it's frightened of that other cat. It's in a defensive mode. Interesting. And so if um, so, we're looking at the eyes, we're looking at the ears, we're looking at uh, the winking, we're looking at blinking. I mean, what else could be that we could talk about on the cat? Oh, what about the nose? <laughs> I guess the nose like yeah. a bunny. <laughs> I can't imagine why we even talk about the nose. I mean, it, it can't be communicating to us, right? Um, yeah, it does. It does. Just like a little bunny when it, when it sniffs, you know, you'll, you know, the little bunny nose is always kind of twitching up and down. If you watch your cat's nose, you'll see the nostrils flaring when it smells something it likes a lot. You or, and when it's smelling something that is new or unfamiliar and it's trying to catch a whiff and it doesn't know what that is its nose will wrinkle and it will sniff, 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 sniff. And if you see that, and usually its head will raise slightly so it can get the full, the full scent, that means something new that the cat is noticing on a smell level. I mean, it could mean somebody's coming down the street. And if it's really something they want to get a better smell of, they'll do a flaming response. So if they smell cat pee, like if your cat goes along the carpet, and sniff, 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 and then it raises its head, and its mouth is open, and its nose is all wrinkled up, and sometimes its tongue is kind of out, and it's grimacing, it's making a grimace face. That's called a flaming response. And what they're doing is they actually have scent receptors on the insides of the palate of their upper mouth, and so they're pulling that air in through their mouth so that they can better disseminate what that odor is and where it's coming from. They have Interesting. ridiculously good sense of smell. So if you see your cat sniff, 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 smelling something, pay attention to, to what's going on in the surroundings because he's telling you he's paying attention to what's going on in the surroundings. 
So what about the look of disgust when you're going to feed the cat? You set a bowl of food down there and the cat looks like he's disgusted, like, ah, God, what happened to the other stuff you were feeding me? <laughs> yeah, they they do express disgust um, in their little facial expressions very well. You'll get the look back over their shoulder. Their eyes will be slow, slightly raised to kind of that almost squinting, not a full squint, and and they've got their whiskers kind of forward, and they're looking at you like, what? What? You expect me to eat that? Yeah, they do They do disgust looks on their face. <laughs> they can be very expressive. <laughs> it does. Uh, we've seen that before. That's probably more popular than some of these other things. So what? What? Uh, what about not feeling good? You know, what kind of communication are they doing what kind of postures are they doing when they're saying I'm not feeling good well when they're in pain that's the most important thing to watch for because cats don't communicate pain you know they are both predator and prey and so they have a lot of predators out there and they are wired genetically not to display vulnerabilities at all they they don't they don't tell when they're in pain. They don't tell when they're in discomfort because that would make them vulnerable to their prey. So when they have their feet tucked way under their body, like I said earlier, crouching, um, you know, they're they're kind of crouching down on all four feet. Their head is down. Their chin is chucked into their chest. That That is probably a sign that, that that cat is not feeling good. It could be simple stomach issues. You know, they ate something that's not agreeing with them. Just like us, they get intestinal issues. Food intolerances are very common in cats. So if you're feeding grain, if you're feeding dry kibble or a grains or corn in the diet, it could be that your cat has a food intolerance. And just like people that are gluten-free, when you eat some gluten, it hurts your stomach. That could be going on with your cat. You know, watch, watch how they're, how they're acting. You know, if they're, if they're withdrawn from their surroundings, that means that they're not feeling good. If there's a change in their routine or activity level, you know, when they're normally very active or they normally just like Tabasco the other day. You know, he was feeling really good. He got out of bed with us. He was active all day. He wasn't sleeping all day like he normally does. He was having a good day. And then the next day, he stayed in bed and he made us make the bed around him. He wouldn't even get out of bed. And he was crouched and his head was down. He wasn't feeling good. He was having a bad day physically. So watch your cats. Get to know their routine and their activity level and know when it's abnormal. And the other uh, thing, you know, I guess the other thing, too, is if they're seeking solitude. So if your cat is normally very social and 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 with you and then all of a sudden he doesn't sleep with you anymore, they go sleep in the living room or they're normally sitting on the couch when you watch TV. But lately they're in the other room on the bed, you know, that that could tell you that they're not feeling good. Something's going on. Of course, we've talked about all of that, but, you know, it's kind of like the somebody told me one time that you can eat everything on a pig except for the squeal. So we've talked about everything in the cat except for the voice, the vocalization, the mouth. What can, they, can, what can that tell us other than, hey, get up, feed me? <laughs> well, that's pretty much it. Move on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get cats, up, feed me. Uh, 
Cats tell you feed me a lot. Um, If you're feeding properly, they do. It's good to have a hungry cat. It's not good to free feed a cat. So vocalizations are very much about communicating with humans. As I said earlier, they don't really communicate with each other vocally unless they're in the middle of a fight and they're, yeah, that kind of thing. But all their meows and mirps and chirps and things like that, those are to communicate with you. That's to tell you lots of things. That's to tell you, I love you. That's to tell you, I'm really hungry. I want one of those treats you gave me yesterday. That's what I want. I want those. Look, they're over here. Let, let's go over this way. Here they are. Here they are. It can be solely attention-seeking. There are cats that meow very loudly. They'll sit in a room and just meow, meow, meow until somebody comes to get them. And that's because somebody comes and responds. Now, you do need to make sure your cat's not having a medical issue because a lot of times when cats meow a lot, something's going on physically too. They're not they're not feeling good and it's a distress call. So, you know, rule that out. But if your cat is sitting in a room yelling its head off and you know it's perfectly healthy, then it's probably just trying to get you to come in there with it. Um, of course, mouths, you know, they they hiss, they they bare their teeth, you know, their their mouths can tell you all kinds of things. When a cat hisses at you, that's a warning. I'm not comfortable. Back off. You know, if they're baring their teeth and hissing, that's a another warning, a, a step up level from just a hiss. We see that in the shelter a lot. So yeah, that mouth, uh, that mouth can can really communicate no kidding and loud and how i can mm-hmm. see that we i think we've all had some of that well molly thank you for another great episode and another great show um so tell the listeners why you do this for free well we died we spend our time doing cat talk radio because it's an outreach program of cat behavior solutions and cat behavior solutions is a nonprofit which doesn't, by the way, mean that we're supported by big corporate, you know, PECO or anything. We're not. We're dedicated to reducing cat shelter surrender by reaching you in your home and correcting behavior issues that you might be having. More importantly, by making you more educated so that you prevent behavior issues from ever developing in the home so you won't ever think about taking your cat to the shelter. Yeah, and catbehaviorsolutions.org has a place where you can buy products uh, and buy things that will help enrich your cat. And some of the things that you talk about here on the show and some of the fixes that you have talked about uh, before on Cat Talk Radio, uh, mm-hmm. some of those are on the website. And you're constantly adding new products to the website, aren't you? Yeah, and and we get those things very, very reasonably priced and uh, and pass on those savings to you. So everything you buy off the, the store is, is very competitively priced and and helps us stay on the air. We have a warehouse full of stuff, so buy some stuff and drain our inventory. It'd be great. <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening to this show, go to catbehaviorsolutions.org and look at the little boutique uh, and look at some of the great things that are out there. Molly, I can tell for sure, uh, really does a lot of research on what really helps enrich cats. There's lots and lots of products out there and she reviews and looks at and tries out and tests a lot of products and only the ones that she believes in does she put on her uh, website. So go out there, take a look, and you're going to see some difference. 
One of the other things that uh, we do is the Cat Talk radio show each week that helps uh, behavior, helps give behavior advice and education uh, through the podcast to help uh, you have more information to help enrich your your kitty. Uh, Molly also does a blog on her website, so that's a good way to look and look back at some of the things that she's posted. It'll really help you through the process. And of course, one of the things that Molly does the most uh, for people is she does virtual and in-home consultations. So if you're listening to this show and you need some advice and you can't seem to find it in, in some of the information that we've given you, uh, let's set up a consultation for her to either come in your home or do a virtual um, consultation with you. She does a lot of those and she helps enrich a lot of people and I, I hear it all the time, uh, some of the feedback and if you're listening to this show, please give us some feedback. Tell us what's happening with your kitty. Tell us what has helped you in your enrichment life. Uh, Molly also Speaking does, of kitties, I, I had one just pop up on my desk. <laughs> and, so Molly also does educational seminars and speaking engagements. So if you have a shelter uh, or you're a part of a shelter, please let us know. We can definitely come out and Molly can help uh, to educate those that are interactive with the cats and help you on your cat saving numbers. Um, she also and Facebook. does. Don't forget about Facebook. Facebook, I, absolutely. Yeah, I, I try Go to out do to Facebook and like the show. I like. try to do daily posts on Facebook of of all kinds of interesting things. Some some funny, some you know very important resources. So find Cat Behavior Solutions on Facebook and like the page and share it too. Yes, please do that. And you can help out our show and help out Molly's efforts in saving cats across the nation uh, by giving a tax-deductible donation to Cat Behavior Solutions through the Donate button on the website. So please go out, see what you like on the the website. Also, uh, give from your heart. And know that uh, the money is going to be used to help save a lot of cats. All right, Molly. Well, thank you for the show. What do you got else? What else do you have to say for us? Um, just that you know, we would we would also entertain if you work for a company or have a small business yourself that would like to advertise on Cat Talk Radio. We also do ads. We'll do either shout out ads in the middle of our podcast, or and we have banner ads on the Voice America host page, which gets a lot of traffic, and the Cat Behavior Solutions website, which gets a lot of traffic. And um, so, if you if you'd like to do corporate advertising, we're also open to that so as long as as long as shelter euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats we're going to be here getting this information out to everybody so the more you can jump on this bandwagon and help us that would be awesome and so until next time keep calm and purr on let's hear you purr, thank you Dewey. folks thank you folks let's hear you purr Dewey. No, I don't have my purr on. It, it <laughs> more, sounds more like a lion and, instead of a kitty. Okay, let's hear your lion purr. <laughs> All right, and with that, we're out. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. 
Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.